Lisa and I welcome Sierra Sill to our podcast. Got a grumpy old man in your life? Change that. Okay, not that way. <laughs> Sierra Sill Natural Mineral Joint Pain Relief with a money back guarantee at Shoppers, London Drugs, and the best health food stores. Head over to sierrasill.com. S I E R R A S I L.com. Use your code GF and get 10% off your purchase. Welcome to episode 14 of Gracefully and Frankly. We are so happy you're here with us. I'm Lisa Brandt. I'm Erin Davis. And have we got a show for you today because it's about you and some of it is from you thanks to a question we put out last week. That's right. We want to know about your online dating experiences and we've heard the good, the bad and the ugly and your sister Erin has had an incredible experience, so I'm looking forward to hearing about that. Absolutely. We're also going to talk about the moment when I knew that I had moved into the future. And eventually, I think most people are going to experience this too. It was jaw-dropping. It was enough to make me drive off the road, honestly. Oh, no. No, no. Don't say that. Also, we're going to take a trip to Canadian Tire, but we're not buying tires, and we're not buying Frank Popcorn. I love that you know their name. <laughs> I do. I, they, if it's air popped, I know it. But you have a story that happened to happen in Canadian Tire that I think we're all going to want to hear. I'm looking forward to that, too. It's about talking to kids and rethinking the whole thing. I don't know. Overthinking the whole thing. Isn't that our superpower, Lisa? I think so. When we're trying to get rid of our superpower. I'm keeping the outfit, though. It's slimming. <laughs> Speaking of superpowers, we want to thank Kim and Kathy at Envy Pillow for offering therapeutic sleep with an anti-aging edge since 2009 and of course we're talking about envy pillow envypillow.com they partnered with us from the jump way back 14 episodes ago they said hey <laughs> we want to sponsor you we are women and a self-supporting women-run company wanting to support you so that's why we're partners plus we are both big believers in the product the pillows and have been for a long time I even take my Envy pillow with me when I travel. So there's a travel version and a big version. I don't even take the travel version. I take the big one. That's how much I love it. I took mine when we went and had a sleepover that we're going to tell you about. It's all ahead and rest your head on Envy pillow. Get 10% off with the code GF. And thanks for sleeping with the best. So this is an exciting week. Most people have tomorrow off, of course, Passover last night. And any plans for Easter at all, Lisa? My brother's coming up. Yeah, we do Easter, just a little small one. We see Derek's family more over Christmas and Thanksgiving. So what about you? Well, we're going to host dinner on Sunday. I still don't know what I'm going to make. I guess I have to get out and get shopping today because, of course, stores close tomorrow and then the mad dash on Saturday. But oh, I'm tired of turkey. I'm tired of ham. I don't know. I could surprise them with a tuna casserole, but that would guarantee family never comes over again. Wait a minute. And that's not a good thing. <laughs> You're on to something. Not a good thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Speaking of family, we did something uh, last weekend that was a first. We went and stayed the night at their house while mommy and daddy had a date night out. And as a matter of fact, at our house, we just switched houses and it really worked out well. 
The kids had a great time. I don't think that we did anything too outside the boundaries. But yeah, it was a really good time with Colin and Jane. And we can't wait to do it again later this month. So yay, another first. Nice. Aren't you a little concerned when you came home? Like, where were they? What were they doing? Where, what are they? No. (laughs) No. Okay. All right. What happened in the guest bedroom stays in the guest bedroom. All right. And they very kindly started a load of laundry. So, you know, you can't ask for more than that from guests. Yeah. It was all pretty good. Well, this weekend is such a great weekend for children, and we all remember the excitement of hunting for Easter eggs and all of that stuff. Colin and Jane are doing their thing. Their parents give gifts at Easter, too, which is not something that I was raised with. But you know what? If you've got extraordinary kids, and even if you don't, and you want to give them presents, Ours are extraordinary, of course. Of course. You know, more power to you. It's whatever. It's whatever you want. My mom always gave Easter gifts. Yours didn't? No. Oh, well, well, get on that tradition with the kids. Get them buying you stuff early. Ah, Now I've got more pressure for shopping. (laughs) Okay, so uh, Brooke and I were out doing some shopping last week because we fall into birthday palooza. Her husband Phil's birthday was April 1st and Rob's was this past Tuesday. And so we thought, okay, we'll do this together. We'll leave Dottie home with Rob and the kids home with Phil. And Brooke and I went out shopping. So one of our stops took us, of course, to Canadian Tire. And something unusual happened. Hmm. And it made me feel really creepy later. And I wanted your take on this. And of course, we all want to hear from you at gracefullyfrankly at gmail.com. Our email, gracefullyfrankly, we couldn't afford the and in that one, gracefullyfrankly at gmail.com or go to our Gracefully and Frankly Facebook page. So we're in Canadian Tire, and it's kind of a short space between the wall and the ends of the aisles, and we're all kind of scooching through. And I hear this mom coming, and she's got an older daughter and a, and a much younger son, and she's saying, don't touch, don't touch, don't touch. Mm. And I'm thinking, yeah, I know that. That's always the way. And so we kind of scooch by each other, and I smiled at this pretty little girl. And then the little boy says to me, hi. And I said, hi, how are you? Or something like that. And then I said, remember, don't touch. And then I kept going because, you know, me, I'm a, I'm a ham and I'll pick up whatever the last person has said and keep the bit going. <laughs> so then Brooke is behind me and she hears the little girl say to her mother, mommy, let's call him Jason. Jason was talking to a stranger and mommy says, he doesn't know about stranger danger. And they keep going. And when Brooke told me this, I was hurt. Mm. I was upset. I understand children have to learn about stranger danger. And there's no way to tell maybe a three, four-year-old, however old this little, let's say, Jason was, the difference between a friendly grandmothery type and somebody who could do them harm. A stranger is a stranger is a stranger. But you know what? I don't want to live in a world or shop in a store where I can't talk to children. What? Where are we? What is this? Yeah, and little Jason's going to have to learn the difference because he was right with his mother and sister, and he spoke first, and no words were spoken such as, hey, Jason, why don't you come with me to the far corner of the store? And I'll give you candy. Yeah, there is nothing, nothing harmful about what happened there whatsoever. So there needs to be some context put into it. I know you can't do that for a little guy like that, but as he grows, I would certainly hope 
that somebody smiling at him at the paint department when he's buying foam brushes isn't going to send him into a frenzy. I'm being kidnapped or, you know, there's a big difference. There really is. And children are friendly at the checkout. They're given actual candy by the cashier. Of course, it's confusing. And to be honest, the mother looked like she was just at the end of her rope. And I I understand that. And cognitive behavioral therapy, Lisa, or stoicism has taught us it's not about us. She was having a day and the daughter wasn't being a jerk. She was just looking out for her little brother and trying to figure out why it was that this is a lesson she's been taught not to talk to strangers. And it gets drilled into them. And good but that her little brother had kind of broken this rule and maybe she was narking on him or she didn't understand. I just, oh God, I love, love talking to children. And if the mother had turned to me and said, please don't talk to my child, I would have said, I'm sorry. And just kept walking. I wouldn't have said, he talked first or anything <laughs> like that. Ah, oh, geez. It's just, it's a complicated world. I probably would have said he talked first. But so here's this little guy. Like you say, mom's having a day. His sisters can't wait to rat on him. Maybe he was looking, saw the first friendly face, somebody who looked nice and kind and smiling. <laughs> And he's reached out to say hello, and now he can't do that. That's right. Maybe we need to go back to masks so we don't look at anybody. That's right. Don't make an expression. You know, you might invite a child to say hello. This week, our new edition, Dottie, has finally settled into a bit of a schedule, thank God, because... She was waking me up at 6.30, and as you know, normal people probably get up at that time, but this kid likes 9 o'clock. I do. And so we've got her sleeping in her crate at night, and then when she wakes up to piddle, we take care of that. And then she comes into bed with us, and gosh, it's working out perfectly. So, Oh, that's so great. Yes, finally. But oh my God, show dog hair is a pain in the butt, and I mean hers and mine. Because she's got very long hair. She's got her final show, Mother's Day weekend, next month. So we have to keep this beautiful coiffure really long. I understand. I'm not going to get too graphic here, but goodness, it's hard cleaning her backside. And something neither of us enjoys. And especially, you know, like at 4.30 or 5 in the morning. So she's getting a puppy or teddy bear cut just as soon as we can, which I think is June 1st. Cuddles, of course, is a cat. But when he was sick recently, they shaved his back end and made it really easy to to watch the progress of his healing. Well, that's the cat's ass then, isn't it? (laughs) It really was. And finally, one day, Derek said, two things happened. Derek said one day, can we please stop talking about the cat's ass now? And the second thing was I went to tweet a self-deprecating tweet about it and I kept getting flagged saying, you know, you can't use this language and all this stuff. It's like I'm talking about the cat's butt. But anyway. Boy, oh boy, Lisa, last week we asked for people's experience, and we're talking about people of our age, you know, 40 and up, about dating online, and I prefaced it by saying it worked fantastic for my sister, Cindy, and I promised to share her experience, but then I re-upped it on Sunday, and that was on my Facebook page. Now, I'm hoping more people will go to the Gracefully and Frankly Facebook page 
and open your heart there because it's a completely safe site. But uh, boy, we heard some experiences. And as you read the comments, what was your general takeaway, Lisa? It's really a mixed bag. It's really mixed. Some people had just a terrible experience and would never do it again. Others found the love of their life. I really found that it was mixed. It was kind of all over the place. What did you think? I found that too. There were some that gave me great hope and others that just made you slack-jawed at just the grossness of it. All the, can we say dick pics? Because that's what they are. Oh, yeah. Uh, Quite literally, these people are the D word when it comes to what they're posting. Like, who wants to see that? Yeah. I, I just don't get that. Who wants to see that? Well, that's the thing. They're not thinking about how a woman responds to a, a guy. We're not as visual. And we, it's got to be just some sort of self-centered, selfish behavior. It's just awful. It is. But there were some beautiful stories too, though, right? Like some people, I don't know about you, but I teared up a couple of times and, and got chills. There were people who were on the verge of giving up. And the message that I got after reading all of these, and you can find them on my Aaron Davis page on Facebook, but please, please, please do migrate on over to Gracefully and Frankly and continue the conversation there, won't you? Just that, you know, they thought that it was over. They'd had coffees. They couldn't wait to get out. One woman met a guy who wanted to role play and then said he wanted to be in a diaper. <laughs> well, wait for it, honey. We all will be, but just not that way. Oh, oh my God. And that's not to kink shame. I mean, whatever you're into. Right. But there are sites for that. There are sites for people who are of certain skin colors or religions or have things in common. Our parents, I love that there are sites for single parents to meet single parents. I think that that's just terrific because nobody's blindsided. Yeah. And truthfully, there are also sites for married people to hook up on the side. Do you remember Ashley Madison? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Life is short. Have an affair. Right. And the guy who ran it was married. And I just didn't understand. And none of it computed in my brain. I just I couldn't even fathom it. But it's very popular, made a lot of money. And then they got hacked and everybody's information was made public. Yeah. So there. Yeah. Well, my favorite story came from Patricia. And I know you were really moved by this one as well. She lives somewhere around the lake that I live on. So I want to share this one, okay? Oh, yes, please. Patricia says, I was widowed at 47 when my husband drowned, just feet from our lakefront home on Lake Erie. A couple years later, I joined an online dating app and found some weird guys, but I came across a guy who was widowed too, and he made his living on the same lake that killed my husband as a Great Lakes captain. Mm. He sent me photos of the ship, etc., and he was changing ships one day and sent me photos with him in flip-flops. I nearly fell over. They were the identical flip-flops that the detectives returned to me when my husband died. Oh, Isn't that crazy? That is unbelievable. I've got chills, but there's more. She said her husband had the same ones, and he said, oh, no, they aren't mine. They happened to be here when I boarded the ship, and they fit. Five years later, I'm still with the ship captain. He still wears those flip-flops. I believe my late husband, who loved me so much, he didn't want me to be alone and found someone to love me. Wow. Isn't that amazing? It gives me shivers. I've read it. I don't know how many times and it gives me shivers. So, Patricia, thank you. We've got goosebumps again. Yeah. Do you remember the 60s TV show, The Ghost and Mrs. Muir? Oh, yeah. With Edward Mulher and, and Hope Lang. Right. Yeah. 
it just reminds me of that and her husband watching over and making sure that she was okay, that he had big shoes to fill, Mm -hmm. but he found the man for her. And, you know, we heard a lot of stories of people who've been married 10, 20 years now to people they met through. Now, eHarmony has a huge long list of questions you have to answer, but it's their algorithm. So that one we heard is a good one. Yeah. There was another one, Our Time. Kate posted about Our Time on our Facebook page that she said worked for her because they're talking about, hey, it's our time. We're not 20. We're not 30. We're in this place in our lives where we're widowed or divorced or never partnered, got our acts together. We're not looking for somebody who's going to come in and, and rescue our lives. We just want companionship. And if you agree that it'll be a sexual relationship... Now, that is something that came up a lot, too, pardon the pun, was that some men wanted sex, some women wanted sex, and the other one was just like, no, you know what? I've either had prostate surgery or it's not a time in my life when I'm interested in that. And that's okay, too, but just find the person that's right for you. And that was another message that a lot of people said, too, was just know what you want, state what you want, don't play games, and nobody will play games with you. You just get rid of them. You know, a couple people mentioned how they were romance-bombed or someone like, oh, I'm in love with you from your picture and all that kind of stuff, and how that can be really alluring if you haven't been with someone for a while. But that's just, Mm. that's going to end badly. That's not good. And plenty of fish, too. That, I was surprised by how many people met their spouses on Plenty of Fish, because Plenty of Fish, maybe it's a more recent development, but it doesn't have the best reputation. One of its nicknames is Plenty of something else that starts with an F, right? Oh, or Sif. Somebody told me Plenty of Sif. Ah, as in syphilis. But again, these are different people have different experiences with it. It just depends on who you're matched with. Match.com came up a lot in people's experiences. Now, I wanted to share with you my sister, Cindy. She's so busy these days. She performed at a concert uh, Sunday night. She's in a choir and she also does, you know, cabaret kind of things with a group of other performers down there in um, Ajijic in Mexico. And that night, she was going to be having three of her male friends coming to the concert, and none of them knows about each other. Oh, my goodness, Cindy. You go, girl. That's great. (laughs) One of them is Salvador, who is just apparently lovely. And then there's his friend, Paul. Salvador brought Paul on their first date with Cindy because Paul was his chaperone. There (laughs) is some really old school stuff going on in terms of being genteel and being correct and this sort of thing. Wow. And then she has another one, Ignacio, I call him Nacho, Nacho, Nacho Man. And it sounds almost like Mambo Number 5, you know, a little bit of Nacho on the side, a little bit Salvatore who wants a bride. (gasps) As long as melted cheese isn't involved, because that could be painful. Exactly. Cheesy enough (laughs) that I'm singing about it. But she is having an extraordinary experience. She, When Cindy got to Mexico, she just dove right into Spanish lessons. Now, these are Latino men. And it's called Solteros 50, only 50 plus. And so these are the men she's meeting. She tried Facebook and it was Catfish City. It was, she said, Facebook, avoid, 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 avoid. Wow. Her advice is age appropriate dating sites. And when she has trouble with the Spanish colloquialisms, 
both she and her beau, whoever he happens to be, will say, un momento, por favor, and then put on translate while the other is speaking oh. so that they've got translate on their phone. Brilliant. So it's a Latin American site. Cindy says that Solteros 50 is out of Europe. So I looked up to see if there's a North American equivalent and I didn't find one. She paid the premium, which was $6 a month <laughs> to see others' pictures. Otherwise, it's free. Wow. And she's had no bad experiences. Wow. The algorithm asks for foods do you like? Uh, what activities? What are your heights? What ages are you looking for? That sort of thing. And then it'll say, you have this in common with this many people. And so she's got a number of male friends, one of them serious. And she's also going to Mexico City at the end of the month to have a kind of a meet and greet with another fellow. Wow. So she's not closing her options. She's been married her full adult life. I think Cindy got married for the first time at about 19 to her first husband and then her second one. And then that was it. She's had older men, like in their 80s, who wanted to connect. And Cindy was like, no, I'm so sorry. I just got out of a marriage with someone that age. I want someone who's got more life in him. Mm. And that's what she has found. And she's dating men younger. She's dating men younger than her. Oh, well, she, I mean, for one thing, she's gorgeous. For another, she's interesting and talented. I can see that. And the other thing that I'm hearing is something so many people wrote and that you have to know what you want and state it. Say it. We don't speak our minds sometimes. We want to avoid conflict or we don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. I love that she's saying, no, that's not what I want. Yeah. And there were friends down there, other Canadians or American expats who live down there who would say, oh, I've got this friend at Pickleball. You'll love him. And Cindy would just say, you know what? No, they're they're like the guy who just left my life. But I want to try a different flavor at the buffet, if you will. And she is totally smitten with Latin men. Wow. So why not? I mean, life is short, but it's wide. Yeah. Sample everything. But she does, of course, have strict rules to protect herself. You meet up in very public places, in restaurants or for lunch or just a coffee or dinner. This meetup in Mexico City is going to be in a very public place as well. Uh, and I said, well, what if he turns out to be a jerk as soon as you're there? Then she'll say, well, that's okay. I'll get on a hop on, hop off bus, mm. not man, <laughs> and, 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 and see the city, see the sights. So it's like romantic tourism in a way. Yep. Eat, pray, love. And making the best out of whatever's going to happen. It's very stoic, actually. I mean, to just say, okay, if it doesn't go well, well, then I'm going to do this and I'm, I make the best of the whole thing. It's wonderful. A term that we heard from a lot of people who said they tried it or didn't want to try it because now they are self-partnering. Right. Isn't that nice? You don't have to have a partner to be happy. It's just, it's whatever it is you want. I don't know. I just, I love Vive la Difference. And some women said they were happy with their cats. And others said, one woman said she was happy thinking about her biker guy, memories of her biker guy, her husband who had passed. Mm -hmm. and, and so your happiness is defined by you, right? Exactly. Nobody says someone else makes your life complete. But on the other hand, there was a woman who said, I met this guy when we were both in our 70s. He passed away recently, but I wouldn't have traded those 10 years for anything. Yeah. Some people say, no way do I want to go through that pain of helping a loved one to get through a terminal illness. But others say, 
it was worth it. I wouldn't have missed a moment. So mm. it's all up to you whether you want to self-partner or keep that hope alive. But you know what I did this past week? Mm. I self-drove. What do you mean? Well, it's it's not as dirty as it sounds. <laughs> we bought a car. We moved from hybrid to fully electric. I won't say the brand, but I will tell you I am not supporting Elon Musk in anything. Okay. Him and his blue check marks. But it's a fantastic experience. I was almost afraid to drive it because it's so futuristic. We are loving this car. So my very first time driving it, Rob and I did a quick trip to our son and daughter-in-law's house and our grandkids. And then on the way home, I drove it. And I was just pressing around on a, on a little dial on the wheel looking for cruise control. Uh-huh. I know there's a manual. Rob will have that whole thing memorized and he's going to teach me. But I was just kind of touching around. And all of a sudden, we're going around a curve and the wheel moves. And I'm thinking, is this happening? And it's going, and it's going the speed limit, which is 40K. I wouldn't try this on a highway. And it's turning, and it's turning again. And I said to Rob, 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 like, almost like I didn't want to wake it up. You know, when you when your dog's doing something cute and you right. whisper so it doesn't stop doing it? Rob, <laughs> the car is driving itself. He went, no, it isn't. I said, yes, it is. And I removed my hands from the wheel. They're at the side. They're a centimeter away from the wheel. And then a yellow flash is meaning get your hands back on the wheel. So, of course, I did. But I held it gently. And it's turning. And if I had put our home address in our GPS, it would have driven it to our house. Are you kidding? But I won't do that. Uh-huh. I mean, mine will do it for, I think, maximum 10 seconds. But it won't turn. It won't do anything like that. And that is a really weird feeling. It is. It would drive home. Yes. It is. Wow. It is incredible. And I'm sure there are people going, what are you doing, lady? Don't be unsafe. Don't be stupid. And of course, I'm not going to do that. I'm only going to do it under the safest of circumstances, never with kids in the car. But it was incredible. And you know, when you have those moments in your life, like the first time you ever held a shoe-sized cell phone or yeah. you cooked something in the microwave or you made a phone call on your computer and saw the face of the person you were speaking to where you go, I am in the future. This is happening now. And we knew it would. I mean, we, we've we been told about it forever, but it's a whole different ballgame to experience it. I I've totally am in favor of self-driving cars. I'm ready to go and have a nap in the back seat. Everybody thinks I'm crazy <laughs> to rely on the technology. But uh, I used to say that mostly when I was doing mornings and I was so tired. But yeah, no kidding. I have a driver. It's me, but I'm not there. No, we'll never be to that point, I think. No. And of course, Tesla has proven that with uh, collisions with pedestrians and deaths and that sort of thing. Yep. That as someone pointed out, I think it was John Oliver, that the technology was only used on white adults, meaning you look for a white person crossing the road. So God help you if you're African-American and in a crosswalk because the technology might not recognize you. And it's just, it's rife with holes. And of course, we've seen that. That's horrible. It is. That's absolutely horrible. It is. So wow. yeah, we will never do that. Rob and I will never do that with this car. And I think he will never even put that switch on. But just for that moment, it felt incredible. Wow. And it'll prevent you from having something like this happening. And I'm sure you heard about this in Ontario, where a guy was going 60K on the 401 
and got a ticket. Hallelujah. It's about time somebody going too slow got a ticket. Yeah. They're dangerous. Absolutely. A charge can result in gaining two demerit points. Somebody else said, we need more of this enforcement because I feel like every time I'm on the 401 or DVP, there's somebody going 70 kilometers an hour when there's no traffic. What time is that? 2 (laughs) a.m.? And you can easily go with the flow. Most GTA traffic is due to people not going with the flow and causing bottlenecking. Yep. And if you don't have your hazards on, yes, things go wrong. Yes, maybe your battery is dying or there's something happening. Right. But you got to put your hazard lights on and get as far over to the right as you possibly can. Okay. So can we now go after the people who drive in the center lane because they want a choice or in the left lane? Right. Because they want to do 102 two, but sit in the left lane and make everybody go around them. And they're going, oh, you're not supposed to pass on the right. Well, you're not supposed to be in the left lane. Exactly. And there is no way other than aggression to let those people know they should be moving over. If you flash your lights, and again, this is something we would never do in the U.S. because of gun carriers. But if you flash your lights to say, hey, please get over, then it turns into an inadvertent act of aggression. I don't know what else to do about it. If somebody decides they are going to be the official timekeeper of the highway, right? just stay in your lane. Yeah, my brother could tell stories about how people drive around trucks that would curl your hair. Lisa, your brother is a long-haul trucker, right? It's not long haul, but he he hauls oversized loads. So he could be driving something that's 70 tons or more, and a car will quickly merge in front of him and then slam on his brakes. And, you know, you can't stop something that's got that kind of momentum so quickly. And there's just, he has so many close calls and it's a tough gig sometimes. I know there are a lot of truckers out there. Some truckers don't know what they're doing, blah, blah, blah. But my brother does. And uh, he could tell you stories, especially on the 401. I bet. And the fact that Musk has released self-driving heavy load haulers, I don't know if they're going to make it on the road or if they are on the road, but I wouldn't want to see one. No. And I think that people would be wise to pay them extra respect because you don't have an experienced driver, Lisa, like your brother behind the wheel, who is going to take the necessary actions to mitigate what some idiot has done just a moment ago in front of them, right? Right. But sometimes pure physics means it doesn't even matter if you're a good driver. You just simply can't stop. Like He's amazed that he hasn't been in accidents caused by people just zipping around him because the truck's an inconvenience, right? I mean, who wants to see that thing when I have to get where I'm going to get five minutes earlier or whatever? People. Yeah, and speaking of all this driving and self-driving and people driving badly, I cleaned my car the other day and for some reason it smells like poop. So, um... What are you cleaning with? (laughs) Some vinegar-based cleaner. Why would it smell like poop? Anyway, so I'll be driving to get my car professionally cleaned before Easter and I have people in my car. Maybe it'll smell like chocolate. Maybe it will. I wish that for you. Thank you. Although, you know, after Brooke was here this past weekend, she used some sort of body spray or something, and it smelled like cake or chocolate. And I'm walking through this house looking for where's the chocolate? Where's the baked cookies? Oh, my gosh, that smelled good. So don't make your car smell too delicious, okay? It'll drive your passengers wild. All right. Find out from Brooke what that is because I want to get it. I know it had bath in it, like bed 
Bath and Beyond or Bath and Body or the Body Shop or the Blood Bath and something. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> Blood Bath and DNA. That's right. That's right. I noticed I was short on bleach. That took a dark turn. So let's bring it back to the light and thank Envy Pillow. Thank you so much, Kathy and Kim. We love you. And we're so happy to be partnered with you. And I'm happy to be partnered with you, Lisa Brandt. You as well, Aaron Davis, and it's just been a treat once again. EnvyPillow.com, by the way, if you want to see what the advanced copper technology can do for you. Like the listener who sent me a note and said, all it said was, that's it. I have to buy an Envy Pillow. <laughs> so, ah! I'm looking forward to hearing about her experience. No, please don't. We would hate that. Please, no. <laughs> right. And you know what? As we mentioned before, if you don't love it, they'll take it back. You'll get a refund and they'll donate it to a shelter. So it doesn't get better than that. Right. And don't forget the code GF to get 10% off your purchase of whatever you're buying on the site at EnvyPillow.com. So sweet dreams, happy Easter, and we'll talk to you again next Thursday on Gracefully and Frankly.